I got a big mouth. Came out. I talk from my heart. I'm real. You know what I'm saying? Whatever comes, comes. But my controversy probably. And it's not my fault. I'm trying to find my way in the world. You know, I'm trying to be somebody instead of just make money off everybody. You know what I'm saying? And so I, I go down paths that haven't been traveled before, and I usually mess up. But I learn. You know what I'm saying? I come back stronger. You know, I'm not talking ignorant. You know what I'm saying? So I obviously put thought into what I do. Your karma, everything that you do bad comes back to me. So anything that I'm doing that's bad, I'm going to have to suffer for it. But in my heart, I think what I'm doing is right. You know what I mean? And I think heaven is just when you sleep, you sleep with a good conscience. You don't have nightmares. Good hell is... What's going on, everyone? I'm so happy you decided to join me on this journey called Podcast Life. We will be discussing topics like celebrity gossip, life lesson, politics, and etc. This is a judge-free zone. Think of me as that homegirl that is so down to earth that you feel like you've been knowing for years. Remember, over here at the Boomerang Effect, the motto is never judge a book by its cover before opening it up and reading it and remember it's okay to agree to disagree just stand on what you're saying got it period please like comment share give feedback anything to help this podcast grow because it is a voice for the people so love peace and unity what's going on everyone it is your girl queen queen and let's jump right on into it. This is Hot Topics. Basketball coaches is charged for murder after forcing teen to practice in heat and she died. Let's get on into the story and talk about it. Well, athlete who died after participating in outdoor conditioning drills says it's unfortunate two coaches now face murder charges. The coaches do. Channel 2's Tom Jones live in downtown Atlanta. Tom, the father, also says somebody must be held accountable. Yeah, Justin, Amani Bell's uh, father, Eric Bell, is also a coach, and he has told me in the past he would never put his students out in the searing heat like his daughter was. I spoke to uh, the Bell's uh, family attorney, and he says her coaches were negligent that day. The assistant coach saw Imani struggling, knew how hot it was, and did not stop the practice. The attorney for the family of 16-year-old Imani Bell says it is clear at least two of her coaches played a significant role in her heat-related death at Elite Scholars Academy in August 2019. Bell died after she was instructed to participate in outdoor basketball conditioning drills during one of the hottest days of the summer. You have the fact that they didn't have any kind of measures to stop her from having the heat stroke to help her recover if she had it. No ice baths, no tubs. A grand jury indicted LaRosa Walker Ascuri and Dwight Palmer on charges of second-degree murder, second-degree child cruelty, and involuntary manslaughter. Miller says the family is still grieving the loss of the money, but news of the charges is providing some comfort. So we're happy that the two people who were charged were charged. The father of a teenager. Okay, so let's jump right on into it. Okay, so basically, RIP, rest in peace to the young lady that lost her life uh, throughout the process, you know, throughout this whole process and stuff like that. Let's pray for the family also. Let's keep them in the in our prayers. The reason why I wanted to talk about this is because this was uh, something that was on the news and different people had different opinions about it because some people felt like, should the coaches be 
charged for an incident or a kid passing out, whether it's passing out or if they end up losing their life, you know, while doing sports and stuff like that. Me personally, I'm going to be honest with you, I stay in Texas. So the weather, especially in the summertime, it has been in like the 90s, almost up to 100 at times. Me as an adult, I am mentally and physically drained when I was out there in that heat. And I'm not even to say I was in sports. I'm not in no type of sports and stuff like that. Just by me going to work and standing up on my feet for uh, eight hours a day plus or whatever, and this heat, Coming, going back to the house or whatever, it's been times where I have literally came home and laid down. I'm talking about laid down, did not feel like getting up, did not even feel like cooking. So I can only imagine being a teenager and then playing sports and stuff like that. And you have coaches that tend to want to push you, push you to your limit. So a lot of this uh a lot of people were saying like well is it the fact of the coaches being neglectful or is it the fact of the parent because you know as parents we don't have to send our kids or make them participate and don't get me wrong but i do feel like that as a parent that's the last thing you want you know what i'm saying for someone to sit up here and turn around on you and be like well you sent your child to practice if you feel like it was too hot then you shouldn't have sent them to practice me personally i have a son and even with the football he loved to do football but he's a sweater and don't get me wrong i was like no because i can't even stand to even sit on the hot the sidelines without sweating and you know what i'm saying and being like definitely uh out of breath so i definitely do not want you to be out there you know, ripping and running and stuff like that. And as kids, you know how kids eat, especially when they love the sport, they're going to push yourself. You as a parent can be like, no, I don't want you to do this or I don't want you to get hurt. Your kids is going to push yourself and be like, no, I'm okay, I'm okay, I'm okay. So you will never know. I do feel like that it is the coach's responsibilities because some of these coaches, they're so caught up into winning or getting to the championship or making sure then somebody should have definitely notice when this girl was uh kind of losing it a little bit or she wasn't all the way aware of her surroundings or she was kind of looking a little loopy and stuff like that that's the thing about when you are a coach and you do sports and stuff like that i never forget i was in i, I was teaching dance and i was like doing like uh classes and stuff like that with uh uh and you know it was like my first year teaching dance and stuff like that so luckily one of the parents at the time she was there like she had just walked back in or whatever and as she was walking in she immediately told her daughter to go get her asthma pump because the girl did have asthma which she kind of made me aware but i never did you know think nothing about it like she was like go get your asthma pump right now so her daughter immediately went to go get her asthma pump and she went ahead and you know did that or whatever and she turned around and she was just like she was telling me like wow you know what i'm saying like uh yeah she she i can tell it in her eyes she was about to have an asthma attack and as a coach i was i was just remember staying right there like oh my god like are you serious like i would have never known and she was just like yeah she was gonna have an asthma pump so that's the reason why it's definitely important to get kids medical history uh be aware just don't assume because they're tired or they don't feel like you know doing stuff or whatever please make accommodation 
action anytime that you do practice. So who do you think that was in the wrong? Do you think it was the parents? Do you think it was the coach? Or do you feel like nobody should be held responsible uh, responsible for this incident? It's just the way it is. So yeah, uh rest in peace definitely to that uh that young lady i hate the i hate to see that and i i know as a parent just imagine you know sending your child to practice and then they don't come back and uh yeah that that is definitely heartbreaking and stuff like that okay uh Next subject will be mom of three who received over 200k in donation tells the truth stated I'm just the sitter. She said she just a sitter like she did not she was then was not her kids. Uh let's get into the story. She told us she was the mother of three girls who were also featured in the story, and her story generated a lot of interest and donations to her GoFundMe account. Well, Kelly has since clarified to CNN she is not the mother of the three girls. CNN has, however, verified she takes care of the girls in her home for significant periods of time. Uh, this is a complicated story that still has many unanswered questions. I want to bring in now my colleague Nick Watt, who's been covering Kelly from the beginning for CNN. So, Nick, as I said, still a lot of questions. Um, but what do we know right now about Daisha Kelly's story? Well, Erica, CNN found Daisha Kelly through her post on GoFundMe seeking $2,000 to pay back rent to avoid eviction for her and, quote, her three daughters. She did not reach out to us. Now, we interviewed Kelly at her home. The girls all called her mom, appeared to be very much at home, and there was nothing we could see to raise any suspicion. But Later last week, a woman named Shadia Hilo came forward and said she was the mother of those three girls and they live with her. Obviously, we investigated immediately. And yes, Shadia Hilo is their mother. We've seen the birth certificates. And now we know that Daisha Kelly is dating the girl's father. She spends significant periods of time caring for the girls at her apartment. Now, at the time we visited, Hilo says she had dropped the girls off with Kelly for a week. Now, when we followed up with Kelly over the weekend, she clarified that she is not the mother of the three girls. She said she originally described herself to CNN as a mother because she considers herself to be like a mother to those girls. Shadia Hilo is understandably upset that someone else claimed to be the mother of three of her children. Children, she also cares for. So there are things, Nick, about Kelly's story, um, or are there, I should say, that do. Okay, so if you know the story, it was a lady that went viral because she got on the news and uh, she, what I basically did a story on her, she was a single, well, she portrayed to be like a single woman that had, that was behind in eviction. She had three kids sitting on the couch with her. And so therefore she, uh, the story went viral. Somebody made a GoFundMe account. She got over 200 thousand dollars in uh the gofundme account just to come out a couple of weeks later and then the mother the biological mother of these uh young little girls said that she is not the mother she was uh she was those was her kids and that the lady that was on the news was actually a babysitter so uh to find out like so i guess it sound like to me some stuff that hit the fan 
And uh, it's a scam, you know, in the words of this young lady I know. It smells like a scam. Uh, I personally hate the fact that this lady is being a black woman. I hate the fact she was a black woman sitting up there with some mixed kids because the kids was mixed with white and black. The mama white, the daddy black. That ain't got nothing to do with the story, but I'm just saying. Like, I really do hate the fact that this lady got on here and uh, basically portrayed to, she was up for eviction, but they did not have to, she, the story that she portrayed was not, in fact, the total truth. Do I feel sorry for the people <clears throat> that basically donated money to the GoFundMe account? No. You know what? And I think I talked about this a long time ago in my uh, one of my podcasts is that people need to stop uh donating to GoFundMe's. If you personally do not know these people and you don't know nothing about it, anybody these people are doing anything for clout. These people are doing anything for attention. So it just bottles me. It just makes my mind spin around when people sit over here and they get this money, they raise all these money for a person and then next thing you know the truth come out like a couple of weeks or they get exposed for uh for basically being a fraud. And then people looking crazy because some of that money for GoFundMe account, I'm not for sure, but I think that you can't even get back once you donate it. Like, especially if they go ahead and cash it out, it is what it is. And I just hate the fact that people are so quick to hurry up and get a GoFundMe account and raise so much money for these particular things instead of giving certain people the resources and the stuff that they need. And uh, don't get me wrong, everybody that does a GoFundMe account is not a scammer but i just feel like that as people before you start donating money and stuff like that make sure you know the the reason why you're donating it and then also i was told my grandpa you said a long time ago when you donate money or you giving people money please do not be looking for something in return because what was your point of donating that's that karma hit you back in the behind so if you was doing it just to show off and be like yeah i donated to that lady bye bye this but then next thing you know you find out she was a fraud and you want your money back quick fast and the hairy then at the end of that where was your attentions at if i know that i gave gave that's why i'm very particular when i give money first of all i don't give money if i don't if i'm gonna need it or if i don't have it to give like you have to literally take everything as a loss when you give it out i don't care if it's a loan or whatever but uh i don't do that and then second of all once i give it to you it's up to you if you sit up and say oh i need this for rent and then next thing you know you go buy a pair of shoes or go out to eat with it that is totally up on you because i know my intentions when i gave it to you so at the end of the day it's gonna come back to me my blessings gonna come but if i'm sitting over here handing you down and trying to figure out what you did with the money i want the money back oh you uh you you bought you a pair of new socks but you ain't gave me that money back i ain't see you with this this and that then therefore you know it is what it is. So do you think the lady was in the wrong? Do you feel like that she should give that money back? Or do you feel like at the end of the day, we should charge it to the game? Let me know your thoughts on that. Okay, so <clears throat> Robin comes out as bisexual in the new Batman comic. So uh, Robin from the Batman, I don't know if the people out there that know Batman, the comic series or whatever, remember he had a sidekick. Everybody always have a sidekick. And Batman's sidekick was Robin. So basically they're saying that uh, they're going to bring him back out. They're going to do like another little comic series or whatever. And he's going to have like a solo act. And he's going to be coming out to be bisexual. He's going to be a bisexual character. Uh, this has brought a lot of 
attention to the media because once again people feel like that they are basically pushing off a lot of uh a lot of stuff on young kids which is not asked for my so what are you guys opinion on it my opinion is the simple fact is i do feel like that my my statement is who cares who cares and the reason why i separate and say who cares is be like who cares that robin is gay my whole thing is what was the point of them even putting that in the show you have kids that probably is going to be what four or five or six or you know whatever years old and stuff like that and i'm pretty sure they're not watching the tv shows and these cartoons for sexual things they're watching it to you know see them bust down buildings and some uh you know uh attack the bad guys why are y'all presenting this to young kids as okay well we want him to come out as bisexual and stuff like that why is that so important who cares i'm pretty sure a five or six year old is not thinking about is this character gay or not and i do feel like that that is something very wrong for them to portray at a young age because i don't care what people say young kids are very impressed uh like you can you can put off a lot of stuff on younger kids if you ever even think about people that are out openly gay or whatever i notice a lot of them always say they knew when they was like eight years old five and eight years old and so therefore don't get me wrong when they do tv shows and stuff like that and they put these in the cartoons and stuff like that to me personally i sit back and they kind of be like wow like what what is the rush how did we come from y'all didn't even want people to kiss i remember i love lucy and her husband they was married living in the same house they couldn't even sleep in the same bed they had two separate twin size bed every time they shot a bedroom scene they barely even had kissing scenes now it's like everything is being exploited and i'm not just saying like in the gay community but it's also in like everything is over sexualized on everything you have women kissing on women you know you have uh people sitting over here tonguing each other down that just met you have all these series loving hip-hop and etc so we cannot just sit up here and have that attitude towards one community like the gay community we also need to keep that same energy when it also comes to a woman and a man and then they're overly being over sexualized so i really i don't care if it was like uh robin hood and another female and then they wanted to portray them being madly in love and kissing and the sexual stuff or whatever i do not feel like that is right so i honestly don't feel like this was something that was necessary for them to do i don't know if they're just trying to basically let it be known like hey you know like this is something that's in the world or whatever so we're preparing your kids but i feel like that's something that they should not prepare our kids and these are the same people that come out uh, they come out and they put out stuff like this and then they turn around and tell you as the parent that, oh, well, you know, a TV show shouldn't be raising your kid. And I just be thinking to myself, like, wow, like you're saying that, but then also it take our kids to sit up here and watch this show for it to keep going and being successful. Our kids are the people that is putting money in you guys' pocket because they want the action figures. They want you guys, they want the theme songs. They want the costumes and stuff like that. So it kills me when they turn around and flip it and be like well we're not supposed to be raising your kids but then also you're marketing to our kids so yeah what's you guys opinion on that <clears throat> let me know what you think about that next subject will be Beyonce Beyonce uh, talks about breaking the stereotypes of black superstars setting boundaries between her personal life and stage persona and writing uh, Bootylicious after being criticized for her weight gain and um uh, 
the reason why Beyonce came out and she was uh she did an interview for a magazine and she was just saying like how at the end of the day she have learned in her career that you know keep it business business is business and personal is personal she tried to separate the two i have noticed that beyonce has been attacked on so many levels first of all since she first came out i'm not a beehive or anything like that as they say like a big beyonce fan i love beyonce i think she's a good entertainer but i do understand the reason why now it, it kills people because with the saying say silence is a killer and I think it kills people because no matter what Beyonce or what they say about Beyonce Beyonce address nothing and then that kills people and then you'll be told the rumors that they uh that they say and try to spew they die down and that's just that's how society yeah she can come out and do interviews and fight and stuff like that but if you notice the people that sometimes consistently try to defend these rumors about uh different people or i mean not different people but about themselves they end up regretting it in the long run because people still tends to twist their words and make them uh out to be the bad person and it's just like it keeps on going and going and keeps spreading and spreading because then you have other people consistently giving that input so she gives them nothing but as an artist do you think that that's fair to her fans and stuff like that that you feel like as a as an artist that they should not be trying you we should not know them on a personal level or do you feel like that that's not right like you know they want us to support them and stuff like that but they don't want us to know anything else about them what are you guys opinion on it because me personally uh i feel like that people start to feel entitled when they know too much about you even for example reality tv show i'm not even gonna lie a lot of times when singers and stuff like that do these personal reality tv shows to go behind the camera it either makes or break their career have you ever sit up here and you be like oh my god i love this artist but i hate their attitude and then you stop supporting them because of why their attitude but if you would have strictly just listened to their music and you didn't know nothing about them personally you would have continued to support them no matter what and i feel like that that's what's and but it, it it's like a, uh on the other hand too like you probably didn't even want to support this or because you artists because you did not like that music but then once you sit up here and they do a tv show or they give out interviews you started connecting with them on another level so therefore it's kind of like i want to support them because of the way they are and the, the dreams and the goals they're trying to reach so i mean it can go both ways it can make or break you but Beyonce have definitely earned her stripes in the business. And I think now she's at a level where she's just like, I'm giving them nothing. I'm going to give them what I came here to do, which is a performance, which is a show, which is these songs. And my personal life, I'm going to leave it alone. Because she have even been attacked with not only her husband, her daughter, Blue Ivy. Blue Ivy was consistently attacked and stuff like that. They sit up here and kept on trying to make it seem like the girl wasn't pregnant. So it's a lot of stuff that goes behind the reason why she act the way she act so uh what are you guys opinion on it do you think that that's fair to her fans or do you disagree or you agree let me know what you think uh so uh the last topic of today the breath thanks jermaine dupree for not pressuring her to dress revealing in early stages of her career i am blessed that he let me be myself so anybody know that the bread uh is a 
a rapper that came out back in the 90s and she was basically thanking Jermaine Dupree for not trying to over sexualize her and stuff like that and uh cuz she's a ton she always dressed it in baggy clothes pigtails and you know just kind of like a very tomboyish look and uh she was saying that she's thankful that Jermaine Dupree wasn't one of those producers and managers that forced her to show her breast and butt and stuff like that first of all in the year 2000s you can't get away with that. These women is showing everything. They're not leaving nothing to the imagination. And then the lyrics are even more vulgar and like out there. See, the break came out with a time where even the R&B singers was dressing like with baggy clothes and uh, uh, everybody was dressing in baggy clothes and bandanas and stuff like that. So, you know, you have people like Little Kim and Foxy Brown that came around at around her, but at the end of the day, it wasn't so they wasn't outnumbered by those same women. So, I just wanted to let people know that at the end of the day, even with this story, the reason why I brought that up is because they please know to be yourself no matter what. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, true be told, in this industry and stuff like that, or whatever you have a passion for, whatever, you're going to have some people that love you for what you do, and you're going to have some people that hate you for what you do. You're going to, this lady had told me a long time ago when I didn't understand why I was getting so much hate from these particular people. She said, Sweetie, let me let you know something. People will hate you because of your smell. They can have more than you and everything else, but they would just hate you because of your smile and the way people love you. And I always took that with me. So it's kind of like, don't always stay true to yourself. And I wanted to leave you guys with that. It's to stay true to yourself no matter what, because you're going to have ups and downs. I don't even take, I take compliments, but I don't never let it go to my head to the point where it detect you like it distracts me for my purpose. Like, I mean, I can, uh, people can listen to my podcast and you might have people like, oh my God, I love your voice. I love, you know, it's so smooth and it's so, you know, you so real and this is that. And do you have some people that might listen to me and be like, oh my God, you annoying. I don't like her. I don't like it. I don't like this and they'll have everything. I take both. I take both in and I don't let that get to me because I know my purpose and I know the reason why I'm doing what I'm doing. So please know anything that you put your mind to, that you have a passion for and stuff like that. People going to talk regardless whether you're doing good or bad. You just keep on going. You just keep on pressing through no matter what. Don't ever let somebody's opinion distract you from your success or your goals and stuff like that because then all that is i think my grandpa preached about this today because he's a preacher he said uh, i think it was something like creativity uh turns into depression when it's not used and i do believe that that is true because you're so busy worth about what this person gonna say or how these people feel or whatever you don't know what people might say or think of you once you put yourself out there and uh, go for what you know you can actually inspire a lot of people and might encourage a lot of people so i just wanted to tie that into their story because i always try to end on a good note and the brat was definitely one of them people that kind of let it be known like hey even though uh i came into this industry and i was i was this this and that i'm glad that i kept going and i did get turned down by a lot of people but i somebody believed in me enough to keep going with me and my image no matter what and i have reached a lot of success because the brand did reach a lot of success when she was out there so okay so that's all i'm gonna end this uh this podcast with that on that note so please like share comment thank you guys for tuning in appreciate it so much Mwah!